Mortgage Insider is back with a brand new series. I'm Tony. And I'm Claire. And we're both business development managers at Barclays. We'll be speaking to a range of experts to explore success stories and new trends. And of course, we'll be adding our own decades of experience to the mix. On International Women's Day, we're hearing from one brokerage that's led by women and aimed at women. Sarah Tucker and Jamie Lewis set up The Mortgage Mum in 2018. It's now expanded with a team of female brokers all over England and it has won a number of awards over that time. It was really interesting, Claire, to see how they're doing things a little differently. You're absolutely right, Tony. I found it really inspiring to listen to how they're empowering women nowadays to be able to really juggle, you know, taking your children to work to work to school along with being a successful mortgage broker as well hi sarah hi jamie thanks for joining us today thank you so much for having us hello hello yes hi hi sarah hi jamie i'll kick things off and start the first question if that's okay if you can sort of cast your minds back um going back to the beginning of, of 2019 uh, sarah if i can ask you first what why was mortgage mum set up And what was your sort of vision at that time? So I was actually on an ITV show at the time called The Voice. Um, I had this idea before The Voice. I had this pie in the sky idea along with singing on a TV show that one day I might have my own business where um, women would work for us and we could offer flexible working and train them to be mortgage brokers. And I flippantly said it one day and didn't really do anything about it. I certainly yeah, I certainly didn't see it in the in the near future. It was just a fun exercise I did. But when I went on The Voice, I had a voice, pardon the pun, and I had a platform and I was working for Jamie at the time as a broker. And I was kind of the first mortgage mum. I was calling myself the mortgage mum. I was working around the kids. I was putting myself online, talking about mortgages in a really natural, normal way. And um, so when The Voice came along and I'd got through the blind audition, Jamie said to me, what do you think is going to happen next? Are you going to carry on doing mortgages? Are you going to get a record deal? Like, what are you thinking? And I was like, well, I don't want my qualification to go to waste. Like, I do want to do something with it, but I kind of want to get a record deal. So um, I've got this idea of maybe we could have like mortgage brokers, female mortgage brokers, we could manage them online. Perhaps it's something we could do. Um, And Jamie said notoriously said if you pass your battle if you win your battle on the voice then we'll set it up as a company and I didn't really know what that meant to be honest so I thought it sounded really exciting um and I did I won the battle called Jamie and said looks like we've got a company and he set it up the next week so that was the birth of the mortgage mum was because I had that confidence to say an idea out loud and instinctively I felt like there was a need um for us to create a space because there wasn't many women doing it um, and there certainly wasn't any women doing it the way I was. So that's kind of my side of the story. Brilliant. And, and Jamie, so you talk, Sarah just talked there around you've worked together previously and, and as a sort of broker uh, capacity. What, what, what was your, your specific role within the, the sort of setting up of, of, of the business and the vision that you had together then? Sure. Um, we, Sarah... I know I worked together many, many years ago and um, uh, she got in touch with me um, and said, look, you know, I've got um, an idea. I'd like to, I've retrained, I'm, I'm now a mortgage broker and I'd, I'd love to meet with you. And I said, okay, no problem. And we arranged the time and I turned up to this, this meeting um, a little bit late with a notebook just on my own. And I turned up to this serene coffee shop with Sarah sitting there feeding a child 
with a coffee, with a list full of questions that she had to ask me. And I just thought, oh, wow. And Sarah then proceeded to say, look, you know, I'm looking for this flexible working around my children. And, you know, um, I really want it to work. I don't see why it can't. And I sat there thinking, well, if I can't even turn up to a meeting with myself and a notebook on time, how am I going to stand in the way of an idea like this? Um, so, you know, willingly, Sarah Sarah joined Affinity at the time. And then as it rolled on, she'd blueprinted this whole new way of working, which we just didn't see at the time and, and people hadn't seen. But And then, you know, she said to me, well, look, you know, could this be a thing that we could offer further afield? You know, could this be a thing that we could offer to other women, not just myself? And having seen it firsthand and watched her, you know, do what she was doing and, and, and you know, have this what I could see was a great lifestyle choice for her around her kids, be there, be present, and then be this fierce mortgage broker in the background. I was thinking, well, yeah, why not? Like, absolutely. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think my my role in the business is um, I come with, unfortunately, as you can see now, um, a, a few grey hairs and then... Um, um, I was able to offer some support to Sarah as, as as we were growing the business and to get us to the right places that we needed to be. So, um, yeah, but it's it's been a pleasure to be here. Yeah, time. absolutely. And and Sarah, certainly I saw, um, of course, of course, you can watch it on YouTube, your edition, which was absolutely outstanding. Um, oh, people had said you. about it before and I was like, and then listened to it and I was like, wow, it was amazing. So, oh, uh, thank you yeah, so really much. good. Um, and certainly as a working mother myself, I I already know why you did this really because of juggling everything that we have to do um yeah but certainly for yourself you know what is it about the mortgage mum what is it about what your business that makes you different from other brokerages yeah I think um it's all about managing women differently and you know we get accused sometimes of being a feminist company because we are pink and we are the mum, the mortgage mum, and it's, uh, you know, we champion women. Um, and it's, I always have to reassure people that I'm not looking to elbow any companies that are male dominated out of the way. We just feel we can stand next to them. So my, my biggest thing is I talk about Martin Lewis and say, come on, there needs to be a woman standing next to him. Come on. Like, yeah, he's been dominating that space for years. And I'm not trying to say, Martin, out you get, like your time's over. I'm trying to say, can I stand next to you? Because I have some stuff to say in a different way that women will understand. They need managing differently. The culture needs to be built on different things. Yes, we love competition still, but we more value being seen, heard, valued. We more value um, people actually realising what we have on our plate outside of our working task list. Those things are important to a woman. We need to be truly valued and it takes a core understanding of what a woman is going through to manage them differently. On top of that, we cycle, we, there's menopause, there's all sorts of things on top of the normal load that is still uncomfortable to talk about and especially for a man. So I just think there's that's what we do differently. Our culture is like nothing I've ever worked in. Um, it's very much built for the modern parent, um, not just the modern woman, the modern parent. And um, there's a whole host of self-care that goes into everything that we do for our team. That is not a buzzword here. I know I've had postnatal depression. 
I know you need to look after yourself. And if you're going to put yourself out there on marketing and be judged, you have to have a very secure understanding of who you are and what you bring to the table. Um, that all has to come into our management. So what we're doing behind the scenes is basically we're more than just money. It's more than just mortgages. It's more than just figures. It's We've made it about the human people behind it. I think, I think as well, from a male perspective, um, you know, I'm learning stuff every day. I mean, I know I'm in a very unique position because I'm in this business, right? So I see it and I talk about it every day, the stuff that I'm learning as a man that, that you just don't know. Not because it's shrouded, but because the two, you know, we don't talk about it. Um, you know, menopause, you, you know, you brought up Sarah menopause. Um, this has been a massive subject for me recently. And Sarah and I, you know, and I've joked about it with the team. And I'm like, I'm going to find out, girls, what this actually means because you know hot flushes what is that all it was and and that's all I thought it was like I literally didn't have a clue so I googled this stuff like I said to the girls like, you know I'm gonna find out and you know we need to be better at that stuff as men actually around these subjects as well so um it's an easy supporter because we should all be learning all the time and understanding what is going on for everybody, for each of us. You know, we're all human beings. So we talked a little bit there about how and why the business was, was, was sort of set up and the vision for the future. You've also talked a little bit there, Jamie, about some of the things you've learned and, and, and Sarah the same. I just wondered um, if we look at, um, you know, in terms of what our brokers can, can learn and look at, if you were to sort of pick on the strategy, what, what's been your strategy over the last couple of years to, to develop and grow the business? Um, social media plays a huge role in the development of our business and we wouldn't be here without it. Um, it started authentically. Everything about the growth has been authentic. It hasn't, it's been mapped out on a piece of paper and remarkably has followed quite a lot of what we mapped out three years ago in terms of sort of growth and taking on brokers and how quickly we take those on. But the training and the management I might as well have chucked away everything I ever believed about both of those things. And I will continue to throw away ideas because actually to be a true leader, you have to be brave enough to have open hearted conversations and who knows what will come out of any open hearted conversation. So um, you're never done um, when it comes to managing people. And I think the best thing to do if you are somebody listening that's thinking they'd like to evolve their business or evolve themselves is you've got to keep it as human as possible. And as, as long as you can take it down to the human need. So at the core, I know women, potentially men in the future, want a place that feels flexible, that they're inspired to work in, that they feel valued in. That's the core basic. So I, as long as I keep that in that leadership style, I should get that right. And on the other side, we have clients who are emotional, have their own needs, their own stories, who want property, but they also want really good service. So as long as we strip it back down to the human need and the human element and social media, again, there's so many strategies, you can get swamped in it. But as long as you take it down to my need was, right, people probably don't want to always, I mean, podcasts weren't a thing then, but people want to find out information, but they get overwhelmed they don't want to sit with someone they haven't got time so if I do live videos perhaps they'll jump on and find their courage to speak up behind their screens it was the human need first before the paper strategy and I think as long as people do that you'll always grow a business I think the fact that like you say you, you stay brave you stay authentic and you know everything about the mortgage mum 
you can just see the clear brand that you've got there. I mean, unashamedly feminine, isn't it? Very pink and girly, which of course appeals to all of us. Um, but for you, Sarah, I mean, you do put a lot of, I suppose, personal, you know, you are authentic, authentic online. So you do share what's going on in your personal life. Maybe not all of it, but some of it, you know, along yeah. with uh, yeah. along with what's going on in the work. How have you found that? Have you had resistance from anyone? Because it is a male-dominated world. I know that myself from working as a business development manager. You know, the majority of the people that I look after are male. And I was saying to, to um, one of our producers before we came on here, often it, it's an unconscious bias, but you know, even when I'm trying to do business development, often men kind of go to me, well, you'd be great to come in as my admin. And I think, hang on a minute, you know, I'm not your admin, you know, I'm a developer of business, you know, it's just a different yeah. thing. So how Absolutely. have you found it? You know, how have you found yourself accepted in this, in this world that we're in? Yeah, I, I think certainly at the beginning, I remember I remember distinctly somebody um, that I respected. It wasn't Jamie, <laughs> just so you know, but someone that I respected saying to me, um, oh, yeah, you're good at making the industry pink. And I remember thinking, oh, I'm not even going to bite on that. I'm just going to show you, actually. I'm just going to keep quiet, keep doing what we're doing, and you can watch instead of me trying to shout at you why that's so incorrect. Um, I'm just going to show people. And so I think I actually we've been really accepted. But I think that's because I'm not um, that people really resonate with the truth. If they hear the truth in someone, whether they agree with it or not, you can feel it, you can feel it and you can straight away tell. Yeah. And and then people, it's a feeling. It is a feeling. That's how we live. Like we live on constant feelings. So People probably don't know even why they support and encourage us, but actually it's a feeling that they have when they listen or they see the team or they see our interactions or they've been on podcasts with myself or Jamie. They just they just root for us and they just go, oh, you know what? You're really nice people and I, and I really want something nice to happen to nice people. And actually we do have an incredible industry. The mortgage industry is, yes, it has its faults. Yes, there's some work to do to make it more diverse and inclusive totally but doesn't every industry and the thing that is lovely about the mortgage industry is they are willing to change and they, they are very proud of the people in it and I think people feel proud that there is an up-and-coming firm that represents the future and that's what's so lovely is we didn't set out to be that we just tried to do a good thing for some women that's how this started and quickly we saw well, very quickly, 500 women joined our group and started studying. And we were like, oh, no, wow, this is like, this is bigger than what we thought. This is a movement. Like, we're responsible here for for talking about something that clearly needs to be talked about. Um, and so I take my role in that really seriously. And I, I love it because actually I haven't had that many people criticise. And those that have, well, yeah, they're seeing for themselves that actually that's one small small minded opinion and there's many many more who are open minded and so we've been lucky that we've got the right industry to settle into thanks sarah i mean that's i absolutely resonate with everything that you're saying and i can just feel the warmth and the passion that just comes through just as you start talking um jamie from you maybe a different perspective how have you found it have you had sort of pushback or or any feedback particularly that you wanted to share 
Yes, very interestingly. And um, we live, obviously, it's a reasonably male-dominated space, as we've discussed today, um, and has been for some time. And I got invited to a lovely golf day that I went along to, and it was um, it was full of, of men, not many women playing golf, which is disappointing. I have said to the girls that they, they need to get themselves like up and, and, and ready because I'm ready to take them. But um, yeah, so I went to this golf day and um, it was a nice event and we sat down and had some uh, some lunch afterwards. And this chap sat next to me and he said, oh, what do you do? And I said, oh, I've got you know a couple of businesses, one of them being the mortgage mum. And he said, oh, that's very interesting. Um, I, I, can't understand how that would work um you know mums part-time how do they you know we would never have that in our business and I had sat there quietly and I'd had a beer or two and I said to him at the time um you are exactly the reason that we are in this space and somebody like you is perfect a perfect reason for us to continue wonderful uh, so we're speaking with you about uh, International Women's Day and, and the theme this year is, is Break the Bias. I just wonder from your perspective, your point of view, what, what are you doing within the mortgage mum to actually break the bias? Uh, Sarah, if I, can, if I can ask you first. Yeah, I think I, think I touched on it earlier, um, but the way we manage, I think, definitely is something I would love for other businesses to take on board um, and to actually... I think the bias is is sometimes actually talking about the hard things and talking about things that are outside of the numbers and what's on a piece of paper and being comfortable in that space. Or if you can't have that conversation, making sure someone in leadership management teams can, because people do need a safe place um, within their work organisations. Um, that's one of the biggest things, I think, that I would love to influence the industry with. I think we break that bias by being a, a female-led business. It's not to say that uh, a male would never join. Obviously, I'm here. I'm very uniquely the only male mortgage mum currently. Um, but we've we, we've we've certainly interviewed men um, on merit. Weirdly, is is why they never received got a position because we couldn't understand how the brand could be used effectively for for a man. But that's not to say that it won't be done in the future or there may be a sub-brand or something different. Um, I think, obviously, I, I sit at the top. We work with men in terms of our business coaching. Um, we, we, we have men certainly within the sort of operational side of the business at the top. So I don't, I don't think it's, um, it's a bias for, for us in terms of what we need to prove to the outside industry. But the industry in general, um, you know, being historically male-dominated, it... And, and, and the reason is, I think mortgages have always been reactive, um, but actually, with with modern technology, I think I think we we come into a period that's going to be that's going to be great. And um, and yeah, you know, more businesses, hopefully, for them to realise that this space exists within their organisations for men, women alike, to be flexible around their their lives and be un, unapologetic about you know understanding that people have a life outside whatever level they get to. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think, Sarah, when you said earlier about the fact that it, it, it is, it, yes, it affects women because often predominantly we are the ones that are looking after the children, but that's not always the case. And as you say, and it's not going to be always the case because as we know, guys are, are doing a lot more in regards to the childcare. Tony, you, for instance, always pick your kids up and mm, take them to school, don't yeah. you? Or pretty yeah, much most of the time. Um, so you know, even you find the time restraints, you know, we know that it's going to be uh, more flexible. And so I suppose if there was one thing maybe that 
anybody listening today could do to help maybe with this gender bias or, you know, breaking the bias, what would you say? What would you sort of leave it on? You know, maybe one thing that the companies could do just to help understand and, and bring potentially some balance into their companies. Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest fear, and I really do get it, is these businesses have been run a certain way and change is always uncomfortable. Always, no matter what, even if it's good change, it's still uncomfortable because it's the unknown. And I think previously the narrative has been um, part time equals part committed. And it isn't actually the case. It's just time. Um, And it doesn't equal anything other than how productive you can be with that time. If somebody works eight hours and they get done what another person can get done in four, who's right and wrong? Like, who's smarter? It's about working smarter, not set hours, long periods of time in front of your laptop. It's about making us super aware of when we work at our best, what hours we work at our best, what do we need to satisfy ourselves, what makes us show up more driven and determined, what are the things underneath? Because We're programmed to be like this, but we're not supposed to. Like, talk to anyone on the train to London and the commute and they will say, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm not meant to be a rat in the rat race. Like, in their gut, that's not what they are built for. But yet somehow we got confused and thought that that's the normal. So I think we've just got to rejig the normal. And life is the normal. and, And companies need to take away the fear that if they become flexible, that their income stream is going to drop because they might be surprised to find it will go the other way in a just much more beautiful way all the way around. That's what we've found. Like we didn't focus on the money and the money has come because it's all coming from the, and yet we can stand in front of these people proudly knowing we're doing something good for them too. We're not just, you know, whipping them. Come on, come on. Yeah. Profit lines up. Way, well done. It's not that it's, wow you guys like you're amazing look what you just did like and you and you did that with your kids and you went to the nativity like brilliant like this is this is what the new life needs to look like wonderful thank you both for your time today thanks jamie thank you sarah it's been really insightful thank you thank you for having me thank you very much That was sarah tucker and jamie lewis co-founders of the mortgage mum please rate review and subscribe or follow the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to get in touch, email us at mortgageinsider at acast.com. I'm Claire McPhail. And I'm Tony Rimmer. Thanks for listening.